Scott SJ, Wellfire.com, Final Days Report, episode 270. Today's VCast, we're going to be covering another pedophile in the news industry busted for horrific child porn. This one happened to say PG, have to use an acronym, was a conspiracy and debunked. Folks, this normalization of evil going after our children and babies is over the top. It always starts in the arts and humor. We're going to cover some examples thereof. And this rabbit hole of defiling your kids goes so deep and there's so much evidence. Is Epstein still alive, my friends? We're going to cover also vigilante justice around the world as the mainstream science and media try to normalize pedophilia. Folks, we need to pray against this wicked evil. But let's get into the hero story. I mean, you cannot make this up, my friends. Award-winning ABC journalist who debunked PG pleads guilty in horrific child porn case. Award-winning ABC journalist who debunked PG pleads guilty in horrific child porn case. I mean, look at that demon. I bind the evil of this entire industry. And Dana, Dana Ashley, a truther, really had an excellent write-up I thought was better than any article. Discover the twisted irony of award-winning journalist James Meek, former ABC News journalist, as well as senior counterterrorism advisor for the U.S. House Committee on Homeland Security and self-proclaimed debunker of PG. Turns out Meek himself was involved in years-long despicable sexual exploitation and pedophilic abuse against children. He pled guilty this past Friday before his downfall amongst his numerous prestigious journalist awards, often in the NSA sector. How creepy is that? Meek also proudly presented himself as a fierce opponent of conservatives and so-called conspiracy theories like PG and the dangers of 5G. It's a shill. However, the truth behind his moral crusade has now emerged, revealing the disturbing truth concealed beneath the relentless attacks. These details regarding his pedophilic activities are too horrific to share. But thankfully, there is one less monster on the streets today as he will be sentenced in September 2023. Let's pray that it's for a very long, long time. And it's just a pattern of these news producers busted as pedophiles. This is from CNN. CNN producer John Griffin arrested for attempting to persuade minors to engage in unlawful sexual activity. These are the people producing the mainstream news. Ex-KNBC news producer charged with distribution of child pornography. Another one. Is this why we have controlled news? I wonder, my friends. So grotesque behavior like cannibalism, sacrificing babies to Moloch always starts in the art. So the world famous Salzburg Art Festival celebrates premiere and you're seeing dead babies everywhere. And for those of you listening on a podcast service, I'm just going to play this opera, it appears. And the lead singer is going to actually open up a baby being served on a platter, and then they're going to actually bring down the curtain. It's going to be that same baby on a platter. I mean, it's just sick. I don't even know if this is, they're trying to actually say this is humor or what, but dead children are everywhere. A baby is being served for dinner. And here's the creepy thing. The audience applauds. They applaud as they see this baby on a platter for dinner. Sick. Roll it. Comes the platter of the baby. Oh, 
Curtain comes down, major applause, showing a baby on a platter with apples all around it and fruit. Sick. We're dealing with sick monsters. And this is another depiction of art and evil, of black, a black being really killing and destroying a white woman. Let's read first picture, Cleon Peterson's art below the Eiffel Tower. Second picture is this man's same art. And it's darkness killing a white woman, it looks like, and man actually here. So this is darkness over light. But I got news for Cleon Peterson, who supposedly is a friend of the Rothschilds, according to this article, is you lose in the end. You're on the wrong side. You need to get saved and repent. All right, continuing on this sickening display going after our children and babies, human sacrifice to Moloch, cannibalism, blood drinking, pedophilia, normalization. I mean, it's a deep, deep rabbit hole. And all of this network is just bigger than we know. We're going to get into Epstein potentially still being alive in the evidence thereof. But go to RoxyTube and one of their most trending videos I'm going to read the caption, warning, shocking graphic, nine-year-old girl exposes her father as pedo and alleged cult leader. And it appears this nine-year-old girl is being filmed with a psychologist. She goes on to talk about how they would kill babies, drink their blood, and eat them. And pedophilia was rampant within this Christian school. And there were about 20 kids were bribed with sweets, and they got the infants from social services. Now, this reminds me of a direct-hand source, a psychologist that told me about SRA victims as well and split personalities in similar pattern. But within the public record, we have the 80s 60-minute interview of an SRA victim where this young girl, I think she was 14 years old, raped by her father, raped by other men, and sacrificing babies left and right to Lucifer and Satan. So 60 Minutes even covered this back in the 80s. Then Sarah Westall had an interview of an SRA victim raped by his own father shipped off to say satanic ritual abuse ceremonies and this guy went on to say that kids would not come out of this ritual abuse you have the finders child trafficking and fbi documents from the cia you have the franklin cover-up a book ted gunderson actually exposed this as well hit mainstream news, Franklin cover-up. You can read about this. Republicans involved. It's not just the left, it's the right as well. WikiLeaks, obviously, with the Podesta pedo emails, creepy text of PG, I mean, creepy artwork with these leaders. And Ben Swan did an amazing video that was, was shut down where he investigated PG. Just total investigative journalism, my friends. That was beyond creepy. Then we actually did a podcast on a Georgia politician that was going after the CPS in the state of Georgia, mysteriously committed suicide. I'm going to play something from Ted Gunderson on the McMartin preschool satanic abuse case of going after children. Then you have Russ Dizdar's testimonies. You have Aleister Crowley's own writings of the power of defiling kids. Dutch banker video went viral, asked to sacrifice a baby to become part of the cult. The Catholic Church history of pedophilia. I mean, on and on and on and on. But again, if you're going to check out this nine-year-old's testimony, I highly suggest uh, get the kids out of the room because it's very, very graphic. And again, I have heard from 
people that I know that are psychologists have actually told me things from their clients that it's just over the top where they want to split these kids' personalities. And and then oftentimes these SRA victims actually turn around and do the same behavior of what happened to them. And it just gets deep with this human sacrifice. We covered this CERN event with the black robe and this woman in the middle that appears to have been sacrificed. And I know Israeli News Live, Stephen Benoon, actually covered the potential person that was part of the sacrifice with some of his sources. LifeSite News, I heard the testimony of this uh, man, former wizard, former Satanist, and I quote, I perform satanic rituals inside abortion clinics. And I listened to his testimony. He talked about how he would actually get paid by other Luciferians to bless them through a blood sacrifice where he had to get blood on his hands to basically bless these other Satanists for business deals. I mean, just beyond wicked. And the women that would get pregnant oftentimes were performing orgies to get pregnant. And then he would abort their baby, get blood on his hands to supposedly bless these other Luciferians. I mean, this is dark stuff. It's absolutely dark stuff. All right, leading up to, is Epstein still alive? I just find it interesting that these pedophile networks really operate with the leadership of the United States. And we need to pray against these demonic strongholds. And again, Ted Gunderson has done amazing work. You can find a lot of his work still online. You probably have to go to alternative search engines like Bing. I'd even say Bing or web crawler uh, besides Google to see some of his videos. And it's deep from the Franklin cover-up right, where they were running young boys into the White House and McMartin Preschool, where these kids were saying that they were molested and saw demonic black robe people doing different rituals. And what I found fascinating with this video is all of this evidence that Ted Gunderson is going to talk about, the local police wanted nothing to do with this. Let's roll it. Our plan of the whole lot. There is right there, the building itself. This is the entrance, the concrete slab, a vacant lot there. This is a, uh, a yard, and here's the avocado tree we're talking about, and here's the entrance right there. Now here is the tunnel that came in here, extended here, and here, and here's the chamber across here. We think we didn't have time to explore this. The tunnel went up here. Now we definitely were able to come up with it here, right here, and it came into the bathroom over here. Okay. There's the entrance. Nine feet across here. I'll show you a diagram in a few minutes. Here's the avocado tree. Those roots are live. Over here we had a dead avocado root. Okay, next. There's a... Uh, a plate that was found in the play yard, buried about six inches under the sand, with the pentagram on it. That's right. And here's a diagram of the tunnel. This is the entrance of the tunnel. That's the floor, the footing for the classroom floor. Here's the plastic Disney bag. It was located right there, partially under the footing and partially out. And this AF means artificial fill. And this was the shape of the entrance. Okay. Here's your diagram. These are your uh, drawings. Artificial fill. Here's the avocado root there. Here's the dead root over there. Distance 120 or 21 inches below and 14 inches below the footing. Um, there's the avocado root there, live avocado root. And these are all diagrams by the archaeologists. Good documentation. There are the roots themselves. That shows you the size, two, two centimeters. Next. There's the plastic Disney bag. Turn it over. There's the plastic Disney bag. Disney, classroom 82, 83. Sandwich bag. It was a sandwich bag. Um, this is shows the arch of the tunnel. Now, the school was built in 1966, which means the foundation were laid, was laid then. And here's your arch. And this is the, from classroom four here into classroom three over here. 
And it was 12 inches higher over to the left. Go ahead. There's yours truly looking up. Uh, this was in classroom four, as I recall. And this is where the tunnel extended, right along here. Now, the reason the tunnel's been filled in, you have to understand that. And the reason the archaeologists could say that they were filled in is because the texture of the dirt that had been filled in was different than the natural texture. Okay. Just turn it off a minute. In addition to the tunnels, I developed information that an abandoned satanic site was in Crestline, California. Crestline, California is in the mountains. The kids said, remember a few minutes ago, they were flown by jet, or flown, they didn't say jet, into the mountains. There's an airport 10 minutes from the McMartin Preschool. It's Hawthorne Airport. There's a landing strip in Crestline. I heard about this abandoned satanic site, and I went up to the site, took pictures. And this is what I, by the way, before I go on with this, I called the prosecutor in the McMartin case. And I told her, hey, I think I know where the children were taken. If they weren't, it's certainly worth looking at. And I will be glad to make this information available to you. And if you want to have the children go up and look at this abandoned satanic site, we can. She said, we're not interested. They weren't interested in hardcore evidence of the tunnel. They weren't interested in this abandoned satanic site. Good. This is what we found. 666, one of the satanic signs. That's a stone on the site. The house was up, had been up here. The day after the McMartin case broke in the news, the house burned to the ground. And, uh, and it was here. The street's on the other side of the hill. You cannot see the site, this area down in here, from the street. You have to go in, would have to go in through the house and come down. And this, you can see it's quite elaborate. There's my associate, Judy Hansen, who works with me in L.A. And uh, next. This is uh, looking at the opposite direction of the picture we just took. And you can see there's San Bernardino down in there. And uh, you can see that uh, on the side of a mountain like that, nobody's going to find it unless you fly over with a helicopter. That's probably an altar, flattened stone. Uh, also an altar, another altar that had been broken. Uh, this is, uh, of course, you recognize the star. Now, this is a satanic symbol. Put the next one up. Pull the first one. There it is, right there. Put the other first one back on. Now overlay them. Turn it around that way. Okay, any question about that, folks? No. Well, let's read what that says. Anne's Day. Asmodee, a strong and powerful king, appears with three heads, the first like a bull, the second like a man, the third like a ram. He has a serpent's tail, the web feet of a goose, and he vomits fire. He rides an infernal dragon, carries lance and pennon, and is a chief of the power of Ammon. He must be invoked, be bareheaded, or otherwise he will deceive. He gives the ring of virtues, teaches arithmetic, uh, geometry, and other handicrafts, answers all questions, makes men invisible, indicates a place of concealed treasures, and guards them if within the domain of Ammon. Oh, what do we got here? Another satanic symbol. You think that wasn't a satanic site? Overlay it. Okay. Is that it? The other way around. In the, yeah. Flip it around. Okay, there you go. Okay, now let's read what that one, what that uh, sign means. That is the seal of Adam's scale. I, I guess I have. No, that's the wrong one. That's the one before. Belial, a mighty king created next after Lucifer, appears in the form of a beautiful angel, seated in a chariot of fire, and speaking with a pleasant voice. He fell first amongst the superior angels and went before Michael and other heavenly angels. He distributes pre uh, uh, pre preferences of senatorships, causes favors of friends and foes, and gives excellent families. Familiar? He must have offering and sacrifices made to him. Next. And there's another satanic sign. I couldn't make that one out, so I couldn't match it with anything, obviously. Here's some ovens. That was a large, large circle with a number of signs in it, a lot of writing. Uh, we couldn't get up high enough that we could uh, take a good picture of it. Next. And let's put that, put that back a minute. That's another case. Okay, uh, nothing came of that. Uh, nobody was interested in an abandoned satanic site, even though it appears to have been related to the McMartin case. Uh, I have to say that uh, I was very disappointed. We gather this evidence privately. The police don't have the capability of doing so. Too many high-pressure people involved. Too many prominent individuals involved. 
so that's just an, uh, that's just an overview of the McMartin case, folks. Uh, no question in my mind uh, that uh, it was uh, a satanic operation. And Dr. Roland Summit, uh, UCLA psychiatrist, says we've done a lot of research in this field also that there are 50 other preschools in the country where the kids have talked about going down into tunnels. Now, it's a network. It's obvious. All right. The reason why I started this end of days news ministry as a watchman is I had dreams that would come true in a personal perspective and also some dreams that would come true more on the prophetic side. And I had a dream, and I've mentioned this before, that Epstein uh, is alive. My dream, I saw him in this white plantation, this mansion in my spirit. I felt like it was in somewhere in South America, a very tropical region, uh, this white mansion was surrounded by force in the middle of nowhere. And again, this is years ago. And sure enough, I remember seeing articles that came out about his side profile. And so this is the only thing I could find was this TikTok video from this woman that really made me think the Lord showed me something. Let's play it. So this is a photo of Jeffrey Epstein. Notice his nose. This is him dead. Notice his nose again totally different. That's his ear when he's alive. And that's his ear when he's dead. Totally different. This picture lays out the layout of his ear, you know, after death, before death, his nose, again, totally different. What does this prove? Jeffrey Epstein is still alive. Now, if you think about it, the network is huge. Right. From Ted Gunderson. I mean, we're dealing with evil that is coordinated. And obviously, if you follow our channel, we've talked a lot about the honey traps, the Franklin cover up, all of this. But I found some more inf information I thought was interesting. This is from rightedition.com. On September 19, 2019, the Nutty Flavor blog, a reader who called herself Lady Skipper 102 claims Epstein did not die, but was wheeled out of the federal prison alive into a waiting van, she wrote. I have taken a screenshot of a tweet that was only up for seconds before it was removed and never seen again from a guard allegedly on duty that night who said Epstein was wheeled out in a wheelchair upright and alive just after the 4.15 a.m. checks and was taken away in a trip van that had a soldier escort in the back. This tweet was posted at 8.41 a.m. day of by an anonymous guard who sounded to me like she was scared to death and afraid of being doxxed, who claimed to be a guard on duty that night, who, who witnessed them leaving and said no doctors or ambulances arrived at all. They do not do transfers on weekends. This was Sunday. And C, no one logged in or out. No cars, no doctors, no medics. This guard who tweeted, not his buddy guard in the tower also said he spoke with the medics on duty at the jail and none of them were called to rush to Epstein's aid and none of them logged in or out of the block to see any inmate. I was shocked and I tried to post this tweet everywhere I could think of and it would not post. That I thought was fascinating. Control, just like what we saw in Maui, people could not post their social media posts after the town burned down in Maui. The guards were fired, I believe, either later that day or the next day, according to the news. One more thing, sorry, the photo of Epstein's body on a stretcher was proven to be faked. It was actually taken at a drill at New York City Fire Station years before, as proven by the stretcher rack 
on the wall behind the gurney his body was supposedly on. Jails and hospitals do not have these racks with plastic stretchers stacked on their walls in the exits or ambulance bays. Only fire stations have them. The headshot side view was shown to be an old photo of Epstein inverted and stuck on the head of what was the CPR dummy. The head proportion is way too big for the body and would make him seven to eight feet tall. Epstein's a 33-degree mason, and they're sworn to protect each other no matter how wicked the information goes. So what are we seeing here? And it just gets even more dicey. This is from New York Post. The guards assigned to watch Epstein did not. The guards assigned to watch Epstein had not done the routine 30-minute checks of the prisoner allegedly sleeping on the job and then falsifying records. The cameras on Epstein's cell were also malfunctioning that night, officials said. The city medical examiner ruled the death as a suicide, a claim that was called into question by online conspiracy theorists, as well as the famed pathologist Michael Baden, who insisted the ex-financier's death was a homicide. Mark Epstein, the pedo's brother, hired Baden to observe the autopsy, and the forensic pathologist insisted that the evidence points towards a homicide. Chief medical examiner Dr. Barbara Sampson said in October 2019 that we stand by the determination that Epstein had killed himself. Interesting book. Is Epstein still alive? Some other information, some threads to consider. When you peel back the onion, if you think about it, the United States is just becoming a laughing stock of the world. You think about the currency being defamed, and I think all by design with the BRICS nation is going to take it over. The Biden administration is going after Trump. I mean, this is what a banana republic does. Borders are wide open. You name it, man, it's happening. But if if the world really has sides, and I think it's all theater, the theater of war, I think uh, it's one big club trying to bring in this one world government working on all sides uh, to bring this about. You think about it, CERN actually have scientists from Iran. I mean, go figure, right? They're all together, my friends, uh, for my flat earth friends, space force, they're all connected. But let's say there really are sides and they want to uh, bring down the United States. I would actually go and see if you can unlock where Epstein is if he is still alive. Let's switch gears now, my friends. Uh, Normalization of defiling our kids. This is an interesting article. USA Today tries to normalize pedophilia. Let's read. The warning signs have been all around us as the left continues to try to promote broad social acceptance of fringe behaviors. It was inevitable that we would see concerted effort to normalize pedophilia. We're seeing the sexualization of children. That's the Netflix movie Cuties. We're now seeing this term of science to minimize and redefine pedophilia. This week, USA Today published an article that was originally titled What the Public Keeps Getting Wrong About Pedophilia. The article really went on to talk about and drawing a line between sexual attraction to children and molestation or acting on the attraction. The Beanie Outlet promoted the article in a series of tweets attempting to establish a separation between pedophilia and sexual abuse. They're normalizing it, my friends. We've talked a lot about that with our ministry. But now what's happening is we're seeing vigilante behavior around the world. And these are probably one-off pedophiles, not necessarily within a network. I mean, who knows? UK mom killed hubby with boiling water for allegedly sexually abusing her kids. And what's sad about this article is her child, her boy, ended up dying early. 
And so she was furious. She ended up boiling water with sugar on this alleged pedophile, and he ended up dying after many surgeries four or five days later in the hospital. So he died a grueling death. Now she is in jail and is going to serve a very, very long time. That's in the UK. Here in the United States, Jason Volkovich, the hammer-wielding pedophile hunter known as the Alaskan Avenger. So he went around beating people up with a hammer, uh, these sexual deviants that were on registries, facing jail time. And the last story of vigilante behavior, Russian father who forces pedophilia best friend to dig his own grave and kill himself after discovering he had sexually abused his daughter in a wicked way that was six years old, is free from jail a year early after serving just six months. So people actually said, hey, this guy did society a favor. And so I'm wondering, as the mainstream news and science is promoting that pedophilia is not that bad if they're reducing the sentences, so we're starting to see vigilante behavior. But this all goes back to the good book, Leviticus 18.21, And thou shalt not let any of thy seed pass through the fire of Moloch, neither shalt thou profane the name of thy God, I am thy Lord. So going back to baby murder in the arts that we're seeing, the Satanist that actually would perform abortions to get blood on his hand, there's nothing new under the sun. They need to defile the innocent kids, these Satanists. We need to pray against this, my friends. And again, I think as the days of Noah... The good book talks about as the day of Sodom and Gomorrah, where judgment will happen just like that. Let's read, and the Lord said, because of the cry, who's crying? Probably the children are crying. The children are crying here in the United States because the cry of Sodom and Gomorrah is great, and because their sin is very grievous. Actually, this is probably around the world, as we've just covered with pedophilia around the world. And then you think about the blood drinkers and the sacrifice. Uh, these Satanists need to do a 180 from what the good book says. Let's read Leviticus 17, verses 10 through 11. And whosoever man there be of the house of Israel or the strangers that sojourn among you that eateth any manner of blood, I will even set my face against that, against that soul that eateth blood, and I will cut him off from among his people. For the life of the flesh is in the blood." So God's saying, don't drink the blood, and these saintness, these wicked people are doing, and I have given it to you upon the altar to make an atonement for your souls. This is why Jesus Christ, the Old Testament, Jesus Christ is the ultimate sacrifice. He shed his blood for our sins, for it is of the blood that maketh an atonement for the soul. You know, the Old Testament fits like a glove. The New Testament, it, the story, it's a story about Jesus Christ and salvation. I'm asking my listeners, we need to pray and bind the demonic strongholds, bind the demonic power from these Luciferians as they defile our children and worse. And then we need to loosen God's army and his soldiers, his angels for judgment. And I pray a lot of these Satanists come to Christ because a lot of them are abused in their youth. They need to break from this and get saved, my friends. But let's read, verify, I say unto you, whosoever ye shall bind on earth shall be bound in heaven, and whosoever ye shall loose on earth shall be loosened in heaven. And again, I say unto you that if two of you shall agree on earth as touching anything that they shall ask, it shall be done for them of my Father which is in heaven. And I find it interesting when you read Matthew 5 about blessing 
those that persecute you. It's, that's exactly what it's talking about. It's about Christians being persecuted, blessing those that persecute you for Jesus's namesake. That doesn't mean we can't pray against evil and bind it and ask for judgment. Might do a study on Matthew 5. Pastor Larry actually really took me through this, and I'm going to ask him to maybe cover Matthew 5 and some of those verses that I think are misused. We need to actually put on our armor of God, as Pastor Larry talks about often. So check out some of his studies. But again, Matthew 5, about blessing those that persecute you, we're not supposed to bless those that kill and sacrifice children. Now, let's summarize. A bunch of producers in the news industry busted as pedophiles. It's just ironic. They were going after and saying PG is fake. It's a conspiracy. And we were dealing with systematic evil as demonstrated by all the proof points. Nine-year-old girl, check that out on RoxyTube, her testimony. I've heard firsthand from psychologists talking about SRA victims and then all the other proof points as well with the Franklin cover-up, the finders, Ted Gunderson, and the school case. I mean, it just goes deep and it just appears that the, I guess, police want nothing to do with it to investigate it. So we need to pray that these strongholds are broken down and that those that do this reap what they sow and we loosen God's angels for his will to be done. And I pray a lot of these people, especially if they've been abused as kids, come to Christ and get saved and get healed. Is Epstein alive? There's a lot of evidence, my friends, including a book that's written that says he is. Again, I had that dream I've talked about before where if you think about it, if Epstein is actually ever exposed, it will just show the world how lawless we really are as a nation. Good night, my friends. I pray Epstein comes to justice. In Jesus' name, I pray. So the next VCAST I'm going to do is about Maui. Thank you for all the different tips that I've received. Uh, Please bookmark, please share, and have a blessed day.